Thanks for tuning in to the Life in the Front Office podcast presented by Suju Organic, where we inspire, educate, and provide advice and insights around those who are in the sports business and entertainment industry. Please follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram at Life in the Front Office. And don't forget to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Lastly, get your 15% off Suja at sujaorganic.com with the code LIFO, L-I-F-O, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to today's episode on the Life in the Front Office podcast presented by Suja Organic. We are part of the Ohio University Sports Administration Series, Life After Court Street, here with our distinguished alum, co-host, mentor, friend, Andy Dolich, as well as our co-host, Laura Waters-Brown. And then we've got two grad students today joining us from the program who have been interns for the podcast, done a lot of behind-the-scenes work, so big thank you and shout-out to them, but Ali Brennan... Cole Smith. Uh, We're going to get their perspective on what it's like to be a grad student entering the working world uh, now, and then we'll get some perspectives from Andy as well on his advice and perspectives otherwise. So uh, everybody, welcome. We got five Bobcats on the the screen right now. It's pretty much What's the most we've ever had on the podcast, Jake? Is this five? It might be five. Yeah. I think this is it. I think this is it. Uh, pretty good starting five, huh? I would say. Yeah, so. we need one off the bench, as you like to say. So we'll yes. have to figure out how to get a sixth on the episode well, at one point. Not a problem. <laughs> Andy, kick it off for us, though. You know, if you think about your time in Athens and uh, all, all the different stops that you've had along your career, what's the biggest piece of advice you have for Allie and Cole as they embark on their graduation mm-hmm. here, job search, and entering the working world? It's very, very sophisticated, complicated in the world of AI and chat GPT, uh, but it is network, network, network. And when you're finished networking, then network some more and work on your own personal skills and who you are. And you've all heard me say this before. Uh, you will probably have many business cards, maybe not as many as I and uh, LWB over time, but your name on your business card is a heck of a lot more important than what the logo is. Uh, and and so my advice when when I'm speaking to people who have gone into the wonderful world of sports, is the personal aspect, the fact that you're into a business that takes more than 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And in many instances, that is referred to as your family. Okay, we get that. But your true family, yourself, all the people that you grew up with in your house, uh, spouses, friends, etc. That's your real family, uh, and how you build a family after that. So, without going too far afield, um, seeing that picture of Walter O'Malley uh, over both your shoulders there, the man who had the idea uh, before anybody could even think about this, and there was only one school on the face of the earth, and and that was in Athens, Ohio through a very circuitous method through Dr. James Mason. 
and both of you are there. So, you know, trying to look at the decade long uh, high level experience at OU, what did the two of you see as the greatest opportunity in front of you in the business world of sports? Yeah, I can kind of kick it off. So honestly, I found out about OU from Jake um, three years ago. Um, just saw, heard about his experience, two degrees, two years. The network is endless and I'm very happy I'm here. But honestly, like what I've really learned is it's all about making connections with your classmates as well. Like really just getting to know each other, even on court street or even playing a game of just cornhole on a Sunday, like just really getting to know each other and really helping each other out in the job search. Like we're kind of really figuring out together. Like we send each other jobs. We're like, you should talk to this person. Um, this is how you should go about this interview, really trying to help each other out, um, but also look out for ourselves. So that's kind of, I'm really happy that I got to experience my classmates and really getting to know them and 32 other people who also want to work in sport but also just the network in general. Like I really have seen that sports is a very small world and everyone knows each other, but really utilizing the Bobcat network. And that's why we're going to NSF next week. And we're really excited about really getting to experience it all in person. Um, everyone knowing each other and like everyone living through the Bobcat network and seeing how from Athens to your first job, to your third job, how everything's really connected and how Bobcat's always really helping Bobcats. And we're really excited to embark on that throughout our career. Yeah. When you guys are at NSF, would you do me a favor and go up to Ron Seaver uh, and say, Andy uh, is wondering why you don't call him anymore. Since, <laughs> since, we will find him. We will do that. He was there at the first NSF, which I believe was in Colorado Springs mm. and Seaver. I don't know if he'll tell the story, but it was his idea to bring all of these constituencies together. All the leagues have separate meetings, all the businesses, you know, they have their task forces. But he said, why don't we try to bring the whole industry together? And um, we had, I don't know, 28 people at the first NSF. Um, and I remember at the dinner on the, the second night, I said, Ron, it was a real pleasure being at the first and last NSF. Um, so good luck to you. He took a second mortgage on his house. I don't <laughs> know how that worked out. And um, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of people I know they've had events with over a thousand. And in the first several years, I thought it was a great tradition. Every single person who attended stood up and gave a short introduction and when it got to several hundred people or even less than that, that went away because that took several hours. So another incredible example of an industry growing up. And uh, Lori and Jake, you know, I'd throw it to you also, since we're going to two superstars that are sitting in Athens and two others that have gone through the program, what, what advice would you give them? uh about what you've seen um and what they should be thinking about in their future lwb you go first thanks i mean 
That's a great question. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head about learning who you are as an individual and really honoring that I think is really key and important. Um, what I would say is don't lose your internal tenacity and hope, right? Like I think a very special type of person comes through the Ohio program. We are, it's innately put into us through the systems to give back, to be a good human being, to be kind, to be open. Don't lose that. It gets very difficult to make the hard decisions, the right decisions when your paycheck is on the line. But I would say always err on the side of doing the right thing um, and to your point about networking, just open, honest, genuine connection will outlast any, hey, I'm just going to slide in your LinkedIn DM. Quality, quality networking is what I would say. Mm -hmm. I would say the one thing to add is I'm looking at Laura's shirt as saying ambitious across the chest it's like well when you think about and cole and i have talked about this as cole cole is my mentee as a, as a mentor for the program we said like go do what you want to do right be ambitious to go get it and don't feel like there's an expectation from anyone else any alumni any you know any part of the program of like you have to go do this because it's your own career, it's your own path, it's your own life that you want to go live. And to Andy's point about family, like if you want to, you know, he's from Atlanta, Cole, right? Like if you want to go back there, go back there, right? Like there's nothing, there's nothing stopping. Now, granted, there's opportunities that might take you away from there that might lead you back. You know, I was able to kind of do this, do that where I went, chased a couple opportunities and it led me back to Arizona where family is. Um, and it doesn't always work out, you know, how you thought it would or whatever the case is, but just because someone does something else in your class or the class below or the class above or a mentor that you talk to and the mentor is like, yeah, I've moved seven times. And you're like, well, I don't really know if I want to do that. Right. Like go do your own thing. And um, I think, you know, be ambitious about going and, and, and getting, you know, I think back to even um, when I started kind of the teaching journey and I was 20, Five, I think when I got my first teaching gig and it was like, who's going to tell me I'm too young to be an adjunct, right? Like I'm going to just try and go get it. And so I think, um, figure out what you can go do and, and just go for it. And that's kind of what brought me here. Like I came out during COVID people told me, and obviously the industry, like sports industry, I worked throughout college and just couldn't find my break in. So I worked a consulting job in just two years was was Hayden and I was like I'm gonna go back and go to sports and go to Ohio and make it my own journey like I'm gonna I made a promise to myself that once I go to Athens Ohio I'm going to do everything in my power to make it the best decision that I did and then I got here and heard the famous quote from Doc Higgins like make a decision and make it the best decision and it really hit me and I've really tried to do that and to Ali's point be closer with everyone in your grade obviously network 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 and then like you said, be ambitious now in the stage that we're looking to make it a great decision and get get a job. So I'm I'm more than thankful for this program for you all too. 
Um, it's incredible. Everyone talks about the Ohio network and everyone talks about where they went to and their network. But like when you go to Ohio University and in this sports ad program, like it is real. Like it's not just something they say, like everyone, Bobcats helping Bobcats, like it really means Bobcats helping Bobcats. Yeah. And you think, Allie, let me just interrupt for a second, because as everyone knows, I'm a serial interrupter, uh, born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, the program is uh, globally known. And mm -hmm. as Jake said, you know, you can pick a place and that could be it for you. But the opportunity to look at the world of sports, because truly... Each and every day, there are more and more opportunities globally. And so that is advice that I would always uh, impart. If you have that adventure in you, not that going to one city isn't an adventure, because it can be, but uh, the, the world has opened up to everything that we do. And... The other important point that I've seen, which people talk about, but don't necessarily have 100% any place that they're at, whether it's where you're at in OU, whether it's uh, where Laura is, whether it's what Usher is going to sing as his first song at <laughs> halftime on Sunday, and will Brock Purdy uh, become even a bigger story than he is, or will Patrick Mahomes be the man? Look for teamwork, leadership, and trust wherever you are. And people will talk about it and go, oh, yeah, we have that here. We had it at this business. But when you really analyze it, not everybody has it. It's very, very rare that you find organizations that absolutely have teamwork, leadership, and trust every way in every day. Andy, when when people are going through interviews, they're gonna the 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 people on the other end are gonna try and sell them, right, to get into the organization. How does Ali, does Cole, Laura, through your experience, what are the right questions that they need to ask to really try and figure out? Okay, is this the right place for me? Is this the right boss? Is this the right person that I want to work for? The right team? Like again, as you go through the interview process, usually it's you know, drinking the Kool-Aid and this is the best place ever. And sometimes you walk in and it's not that, right? But how, how, how do you, what are the things that you've looked for through your career? Uh, I want the person that I'm talking to, to have a conversation with me. I'm not looking for an interview and here's my resume and here's my picture and here's my GPA and I won this and I won that. Give me your story. Be a storyteller. And when I say story, I mean a correct story, not a fairy tale. Um, and if I can have a conversation with that person, then I usually put them in the positive category. If it feels like an interview, back and forth, I might scratch my cheek and go, hmm. And I also want those people, that person, if it's in an office, and I would do a lot in my office, I want them to look around my office. And I'm somebody, as you can see in this picture, uh, if you could see it, I've got a lot of stuff. And that stuff tells you who the person is, just like you guys 
uh, Allie and Cole, you're you're in Athens and you've got stuff on the wall there that says a lot. Um, and LWB has nothing on the wall. Uh, That's because I just bought a whole house and okay. I'm still decorating. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get to that. So I, I'm looking for storytellers. And the last thing, which I've repeated, when the conversation is over, I'd want the person that I'm talking to to look at me and say, Andy, what question should I have asked of you that I didn't? Please tell me what it was. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'll go back to to anybody to react to that. And and Laura, you've also interviewed many, many people. What's what's your insight? That I mean, it's always hard to follow you, Andy, because it's like I'm like, I'm listening and I'm like, what else? Oh, I need to add something. Um, I think I would just say that's the benefit of the network, right? When you know people who are there who you that that trust word, Andy, that you use, that you trust and that can trust you, you'll get that honest feedback about um, the leadership, the teamwork, the, the atmosphere, because that is so important. When I'm looking for people uh, and interviewing team members, it's the exact same thing that Andy was saying. I'm going to have a conversation with you. I start off every interview with, I have your resume. I've read it. I don't, we're not going to talk about it. I know you can do the job. I want to know who you are. What do you value? What are you interested in? Are you coachable? I can teach you how to do the job. Anyone can be taught how to do a job if you are willing to learn and willing to get in there. I need to know if you're going to be a team team player, if you're going to be trustworthy, if you're going to work hard. And those are things that you learn, to your point, Andy, from a conversation, not an interview. Right. Not, you know, I don't, I don't, you can read. I, you went you through the program. Be, you wouldn't be here if you weren't qualified. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. That's it. What's going to, how are you going to add to my team is what's important because we all know you can um, race for a reason is coming up. Everybody is preparing. You could be going a eight minute mile pace. I know for you runners, that might seem kind of slow, but for us normal people, that's a sprint. You could be going on an eight minute pace and floating energized and you get one pebble in your shoe and it feels like a rock. It feels like a big boulder and it messes everything up. And so teamwork is so important and adding to it is so important. I need to know who you are as a human being. Yeah, and Cole and Allie, uh, I'll let you guys go uh, down the path. Uh, the other point is if you are in a conference room, if you're in somebody's office, when it's over, I would always ask when I was being interviewed, can I walk around the office? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm not going to take anything on anybody's desk, but <laughs> I would just, I'd like to feel the vibe in the office because you might have a great interview. You might really bond with the person that you're talking to and then walk around the office and go, wow, these people don't look very happy. Uh, or, hmm, why are they doing that? Or, wow, look at the level of interaction and smiles on people's faces and mm -hmm. how they're working together. That's extremely important because we all know many people that celebrate when they get the job and then two months later go, oh boy, 
I, I didn't know about that. And I've got a question about that in terms of you get the job, right? And then to Laura's point earlier, you know, it's hard to make the tough decisions when you have the job, when your salary's on the line, et cetera. Um, what's like the most effective way for someone that might be new and is working with a lot of tenured people to come in and make a difference, to be that team player? You know, you might not have the experience behind you, but you want to make a difference. You want to soak up as much knowledge and then put it to a task. So like, what's the best way for us to come into the the workforce and make a difference? Jay, Jake, have you ever made a difference anyplace? <laughs> I'd like to think so. Uh, and what did you do to, to make that happen? I think, you know, the, the biggest piece you learn along the way from Cole, I think, I think when you look at tenure, right, it's like people can be in an organization for 25 years or people can have had a career in 10 different places for 25 years or 15 years or whatever the case might be. I think it's all the same to some extent. Um, but learning from, I think just asking the question straight up to those people, Hey, how can I make an impact? How can I make a difference? Where's the areas in which, you know, I can, uh, help you look good, right? Like at the end of the day, everybody's got a boss, even the CEO has got a boss, which is the owner, right? They just need to be able to look good. And so if your job is to make someone else look good to their boss, and then that makes their boss look good to someone, you know, theirs, I think the idea is like, what's the work behind the scenes that you can do that ultimately makes that impact? Um, and then at the same time, like, how is that helping you develop along the way too, right? It's, um, you know, it, there, there's a two-way street, which is definitely a LWB, I'd say like a touchy one, right? Like it, it's 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 about the team, it's about the organization, um, but you still have to have a little bit of like, okay, how is this going to help me develop and grow? Um, but the team and, and the org comes first. Yeah, and I would just add one or two points to that. Um, most people, I want to meet the big boss. Uh, I want to meet the department head. I want to meet the person who runs the East Coast or whatever it is in business. Um, and that is, it is all fine. But I want to know everyone in the organization. I want to become quality friends with the receptionist, if there is a receptionist. I want to know the person that runs the parking lot or the parking garage. I want to go as far out in the field and meet people because you'll be amazed at how much that bounces back to people up the chain if it's a quality organization that the two of you and many other people took the time you know to meet me and a lot of people walk past me like I'm invisible and that shows up awful quickly in any place that you're working so and Cole that 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 all it is is simply sending an email or, or or walking over to someone's desk and saying hey I'm new here you know in the next month or two I'd like to grab lunch or coffee and you just go right and and all it is is hey I just want to learn more about what you do here so I can be best at what I do right and and it may and you may not have any relation to that person's role, but you still at least want to learn about their function. Um, and it shows that you care, right? And so 
uh, and or, hey, I just want to understand your perspective on the organization and how to best, you know, work within the culture and so on and so forth. So, Laura, what's, I mean, you worked at I the core as well. There's, there's a lot more ushers, not the singer, at, at a sports venue than there are CEOs. And their network is incredibly powerful. People in food and beverage, whatever it might be. But you get the point of, uh, wow. And the other very, very simple point, um, even with the incredible growth of technology, come in early and stay late. Some of the greatest opportunities that will come to you uh, will come to you because you were the first person in the office and you picked up the phone and it was the team owner. Uh, and stay late when somebody needs a ride to the airport and it turns out that it's the commissioner or somebody else important, you're the only one around, bingo. Even with Uber, you said, hey, I'm, I'm good. I'll take them. Mm -hmm. and, I would, and I would add double click into both of those. I think be a good human, right? Like what Andy and Jacob was saying comes very simple. Be a good human. Talk to people and ask them how they're doing and genuinely listen, right? And, you know, if they have a dog, I have a dog. How many conversations have I started? Because, oh, let me see your dog picture. Because immediately you say, I have a pet, somebody wants to see a picture. Or I have a kid, I want to see a picture. Building those genuine, authentic relationships that comes down to be a good human being. <laughs> Start life. I feel like that's an overlooked skill. Um, and then what I would say is, what I think Jake and Andy are both saying in simple terms is bring a solution to the table, solve things, or have a way, a way to solve a problem, right? A great way to meet the team head or department head or CEO is solving a problem that no one else could figure out or bringing a different idea on how you can solve a problem. It's very easy to for people to diagnose an issue. It's very difficult to solve said issue. And through that process of becoming a solutions-based person, you build trust in your brand. People know, oh, this person needs to be in this meeting because they're gonna have great ideas on how we can solve this problem. But also you're gonna make your, your team your boss, the people around you look better because you are helping them to do their work more efficiently and more effectively because you're bringing solutions. And then for you, as we know the, the great saying of the program, what's the WIFI, right? You're gonna learn how to do a lot of different things because you're gonna have to research on how to figure out how to solve a problem. And so by being a good human being and being solution oriented and focused, I think those are the two things that will keep you employed mm -hmm. in this industry and outside. Um, and I think those are two areas that a lot of people overlook. They're quick to raise their hand and say, this is wrong. But when they say, okay, but how do we fix it? I know previously we talked about really about what the questions to ask for in interviews but the question that like me and Cole are really getting into is we're starting to apply for jobs, right? And I know we can blind interview, we, I mean, blind apply, but really is how are you, do you know someone who works there? Do you know someone who knows someone? And really getting that interview is kind of the struggle we're trying to get past right now. So kind of what in your guys' experiences, how have people jumped the stack of resumes or got out of the stack of resumes? They have the experience, but 
when thousands of people apply, it's going to be hard to get out of that stack. So how are people uniquely and genuinely getting out of that stack and really gotten that chance to interview and get their face in front of you to get that experience? Mm -hmm. Dan McGalla hired me because I sent a thank you note on the back of a poster of a Gibson guitar because at NSF, we ate fried cheese and talked about his dog who was named Gibson. I, love that. I, sent, I got an obnoxious Gibson guitar <laughs> poster, put it in one of those really creepy, really large Valentine's Day red envelopes. And I wrote a note on the back of that poster and just said, hey, it was so great to meet you had a great conversation. I saw this poster and immediately thought of you. And I think and, uh, I think Andy Andy says network, 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 and then there's follow up, follow up, follow up. Mm -hmm. The amount of people that will reach out about something and you'll never hear from them again. I mean, it's astounding, right? Yeah. And it's not just like follow up once. Okay, I didn't hear from them. Follow up twice. Okay, I'm done. It's like. I mean, you hear the rule in sales of you don't even get a response usually for, you know, until eight times, right? It's like, it's the same thing in, an, in a job search, but hey, people are busy. They're going to miss an email or, or they might've flagged it, but they just aren't going to get to it that week. But if you keep staying on top of somebody and it shows the persistence, it shows the effort and that you truly want it, it's not just like, a, hey, I would love to work here and You've sent this to a hundred, you know, hundred places. Um, you know, make the make the email personalized. Make sure you're following up on it, right? Like, those are the things. Andy, Andy, what's your what's your um, go to the, thing on follow up? Um, find out. Um, in these days, you can pretty much find out anybody's phone number, their email, how to get to them. And when I said, you know, show up early, stay late. A lot of those people that you want that resume, Ali, as you said, to be on the top of the file will be there early and late. So you can try that. Also, you know, I was thinking back a long time ago, first job, and I've said this many times, run to chaos and disaster. Talking about that pile of resumes. This Monday, how many resumes will come in to the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers? no matter how qualified you are. Mm -hmm. And will they be seen? Heck no, not by anybody for a long time, just because of what they're going through. You pick the two worst teams in the NFL, they might be getting no resumes. Mm -hmm. And uh, not that you might not want to be there, but that puts you at the top. And I would also, I mean, these days, this is harder because you don't know the person, but wherever you can find that executive assistant, whenever you can find a way in, do that because that shows your creativity, innovation, agility, and nimbleness. And three no's doesn't necessarily mean no. <laughs> I mean, occasionally, like if you call me one more time, I'm calling the cops on you. Okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. But until then, you go for it. And I would, I would say, I think one thing that's overlooked too is your peers, right? When you're, when you're applying for a job, especially right out of school, 
you are applying for those entry-level jobs, the coordinators, the specialists, the associate managers. You're applying for those jobs. People don't reach out to them to say, hey, can I grab five minutes to learn about your job? They always go for the title over the person. Oftentimes, the people who do the work are overlooked. So if you're trying to get into a big organization and you want somebody who's going to walk your resume in, who has the ear of the head of the department, don't overlook the people who will answer your phone call or answer your LinkedIn request, um, who are going to give you an hour of their time to tell you their their experience, what they know. Um, it's not necessarily how it gets there, but it's that you're information gets to the person you need it to get to. Yeah. And do you and do you really know more about me, whoever you're trying to talk to more than LinkedIn or some other social media? Yes. If you do your research back to the wonderful dog story, you'll see that that person, uh, in my case, is a fisherman. Okay. So you're a fisherman too, maybe. So you send a picture and the person goes, wow, hmm. There's another point of linkage that distinguishes this person from somebody else. And you can find out so much about an individual by doing your research. And I think the three of us would be amazed. Well, we wouldn't be amazed at how many people never look into our background when they're trying to talk to us. They just want the job or the place that we represent, whether it's the D-backs, Wasserman, whatever, fan-controlled sports and entertainment, if that answers your question. Yeah, thank you. I have a bit of more of a introspective one, maybe a, a personal question. Um, so we got the chance to actually talk with Doc Higgins. He came back, um, talked to our class, um, and he mentioned Jimmy B. And we got to ask him, you know, the famous SB speech, you know, you do three things in a day. Um, you laugh, you think, and um, you cry. And we got to ask him what his version of that was, because he's obviously lived a fruitful life. I would love to hear your threes rendition of maybe that speech what you do in a day it doesn't have to be three but what makes a great life or a great day for you all um professionally or even personally by the way cole you might have earned yourself another episode that that's a great question i know jay he's killing the, the question wow <laughs> hey I've, I've i've edited a lot of podcasts and heard him that's right a lot of that's great right. questions so i love i love bringing them out uh, my three and now, I mean, I, I don't go to an office other than this office since I have my own gig. Um, I guess the three F's, F, yeah, uh, fr family, friends, and frivolity. That's what I want in a day, family, friends, and frivolity. Wow. How's that, how's that for a? Uh, an extrospective answer to an introspective question. And I don't think that word exists, ex extrospective, but we <laughs> just invented today. it in Athens. It did, it just happened. It yeah. does today. Oh man, three things. Jake, you got your three? It doesn't have to be three either. It's, it's whatever you, it's, it's you. A great day? Well, I've, I've kind of always tried to go by live laugh love which is which is similar right like and that's it may be cliche but it's like you whatever you define as living you know and, and doing things you enjoy 
uh, laugh with somebody and, you know, love the people you're around. Like, I think that's all you can ask for. Uh, I didn't come up with something as clever as Andy with the three F's. I guess those the three L's, but I don't know. Yeah. I I'm gonna I'm gonna not have any type of coordination with the letters in my three things. I'm going to say a good workout, <clears throat> some type of movement. Um, I'm going to say something that made me happy or creative, right? Like I think a lot of times being creative for me makes me happy uh, and solving a problem and walking my dog. That That's the other thing, I gotta walk my dog. And that's more so for him. And when he's happy, I'm happy. It really is, has nothing to do with me. It's more about him. Right. What What about you guys? How would you answer the question? Yeah. I've thought about it a lot. Um, I do think doing something hard like exercising or something along those lines um is one of my big ones um creativity is a big thing for me i love whether it's solving a problem doing a school project doing work whatever it is um and then interacting with my peers um and then even showing gratitude i think it's important to show gratitude it's easy to get in your own mind be your own self um and have your own problems um but being able to express gratitude to those around you i think is is extremely important especially in these days and age I would be definitely like get a workout and like me and Cole joined CrossFit a couple of months ago. So we are loving that. Um, so definitely get a good workout and push yourself. Another thing is like learn something new. Mm-hmm. Like I love like just looking on sports business journal or just scrolling through Twitter and see learning something I haven't seen or learned before. Another th- and the last thing is just have a good conversation, maybe call an aunt or a a friend that you haven't talked to in a while and have a like a good honest conversation catch up and know it's going to make that person's day and maybe add something to your day to brag on Allie she does a really good job of that last point I think she always goes out of her way whether it's our peers or someone the network or etc she always does a great job of um having a good conversation and learning something about someone else and I would say, I would add to it, always use your directional signal. Thank somebody for letting you yes. in uh, yes. when cars are backed up. Just And um, sure. when Hi. somebody lets you cross the street, when you're saying, you come on, you come on, always give them one of these or thank you. Um, because I'm amazed at how little we see that these days. You read my whole spirit, Andy. You whole. I'm like. Just, That's why we've been whoop. friends for a long time since. So long. Just whoop, whoop. Yeah. the happiness, the joy. Oh, you want to come on over? Yeah. Come. Oh, and, and hold life. the door. Hold the door open for somebody. How many people yeah. slam the door in your face? Oh my God! Yes, I see you coming. Oh, let me. I got it. I got you. All right, Jake, are you taking us home or are we going to go for another hour? Challenge, create, communicate. Cole, that's your three C's. There you go. It took me a little bit to think about that one, but I got it. All right. We got to go to, we got to go to Laura's favorite part of the episode, rapid fire. So I'm going to let her kick it off, but Laura, you got three people going rapid fire here. This is hard because I feel like this is for I'm going to I'm going to throw a doozy in here and I'm going to go to the youth. 
I'm going to go to the youth. Either or questions that you want to know from the folks on the call. So like, it could be this or that. It could be bronies or pigskin. It could be usher. Wait, wait, wait. The rapid fire is for them. I wanted to flip the script. These are the youths. He just asked okay. a great, amazing, right. introspective question. Okay. Concert or sporting event? Sporting event. That's probably a bad question for this group. No, no, that's fair. Fair. Um, symposium or sports at Thanksgiving? Symposium. I'll go with that. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Next. You see how- Come on, this is rapid fire. Trivia or karaoke? Trivia. What? What was, what was the question again? Trivia or karaoke? In uh, a bar. Trivia. Trivia. Uh, karaoke. Okay. <laughs> yes, you don't mic. I am so involved with the Detroit Pistons season. Um, you can't even mm. comprehend it because I was with the Sixers when we were nine and seventy-three, mm. which we know about worst record in the history of the NBA. Don't tell me about the Charlotte Bobcats who were six and you know because they didn't play a full season. As of today, I could be wrong. There are two teams that haven't won 10 games yet in the NBA. The Washington Unwizards, who I think have nine, and the Pistons, who are 7-43 and 43 as of today. So they still have a bunch of games. I don't want that record to ever, ever be broken. Allie, if I if I'm if I'm going to trivia, like I'm taking Andy wherever he is in the oh, world. That, like, like, you like, we're gonna win. We came. Yeah. I was pretty upset. Yeah. Um, I've been our one. Uh, darts or pool? Because Tony's has darts, but CI has pool. Ping pong. Oh my god. Pigskin mm. ping pong. Oh pool. Uh, I'll go pool because. Uh, but darts is probably better for your international involvement, especially uh, in Europe. Podcasts or music? Music. Music. Jay? Podcast if I'm driving, music if I'm working out. Okay. Michael Jordan or LeBron? Stop. That's not even a question. Oh, Jay? yes, it is. Uh, Steph Curry. I love it. <laughs> I knew I knew Andy was going to say that. I think he's uh, top five. I honestly, or er, top ten. Steph. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't have an answer, Cole. Okay. I forty niners or Chiefs. Mm. Uh, I got this one nailed. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game. Aren't you 49ers? Yes, 49ers, 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 Winner, winner, winner. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Andy. I like his answer. This is coming out the day after, so we'll see who is right. But I like Andy's whoever has most points. That's a good one. That might be the most sure bet there is out there. So if you're listening, it's pretty good. 
bar on Court Street? Bar? Or Court Street or restaurant? Mm. Bagel Street Deli. I would see Doc there all the time. Wow. It's great. Uh, I'm BSD. What's that? Bagel Street Deli. Oh. <laughs> I'm going Bronies because, no, I take that back. Casa Nueva. That's rare. That's a very rare answer. That's because you don't. That's because those who know know. <laughs> those okay. who know know. All right, Allie, Cole, last one. Let's go. Make it good. No pressure. Yeah. I'm trying to say like. Oh, um, I was gonna say. Um, say it. I was going to say Doc Higgins or Jim Kaler, but I feel like I can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Both. Both. All of them. Every person who's been an educator, leader of the program, every single one. And we'll congratulate Matt Cacciato, who will be leaving. And, you know, to, to think about the end of this particular call at OU, this is a very, very important time for the program. You know, who is going to be hired? What is the strategy looking at the hundreds of other programs that are now coming after OU? How do we make sure that the program stays the number one uh, sports management educational program on the face of planet Earth? Not easy. I'm leaving it in your good stead, Cole and Allie, make it happen. Yes, sir. We have one more rapid fire quick. All right, so table or chair? Because we do we put away a lot of tables and chairs for sports ad. So neither. We always... neither. Neither. <laughs> neither. Oh. Neither. Neither. Mm-mm. I be uh be upright, walking around, standing or running. Mm-hmm. Neither. None of it. Pop-up tent. I don't know. <laughs> I mean Neither, none of it. <laughs> I mean, pop up tents, like no, that's the none of it. Jake. <laughs> none of it. None of it. None of it. I'm not made for phys. I'm not made for that life. No, cold, metal, morning, fresh dew, <laughs> morning. Like no, I don't. I'm. I have in no. Mm -mm. I think mm -mm. the answer to that is no. Mm -mm. Yeah, mm -mm. we got that one. Allie, Cole, I just want to thank you both for your uh, support. We we did say that you would make it on at one point uh, or another. So this has been a really fun conversation. Who's winning uh, O'Malley this year? We're winning so far. 5-1 okay. right now. 5-1. Okay, just making sure. I saw so that's, that's going to be a blowout. Um, <laughs> I mean, 5-1, to one, like... Last year uh, we that, got boat out. So yeah. this is our redemption year. Redemption. Oh, sorry. I don't go. know that. I don't know that lifestyle we won both years. Well, I would just my last words to both of you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for what you do, who you are, and what you will be becoming on this magical adventure you have in front of you. And thank you guys. I mean, right back at you. You guys are what makes the program. Um, and hopefully, you know, in 20 years, no one will have to Google our names when you listen to this podcast, you know, hopefully they'll know right off all of us. So that's their, the dream. Their household robot will likely just tell them. <laughs> exactly. Just that's also saying that LIFO is going to be around 20 years from now. That's yeah. Cole's putting that out there. Yeah, it, it will be. It will be.
20 more years hey, of podcasts. Use code oh, LIFO for, for 15% off Suja. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, love it. Love it. Cole, Allie, thank you. Laura, thank you. Andy, thank you. Really appreciate it. And Great until next see time. you guys. Have fun everywhere and keep being ambitious. Love it. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And I just want to give a quick shout out to ScreenSkins, our presenting sponsor of the Teamwork Online webinar series, the number one branded screen protector that allows you to personalize your screen protector for custom or officially licensed designs that disappear. Get yours today by visiting ScreenSkins.com and use the code LIFO24 at checkout for 20% off today. L-I-F-O-2-4 at ScreenSkins.com at checkout for 20% off. Thanks, everyone.